Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. My name is Sunny. I am your host. I am here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello. And the one, the only, the very special avian individual, Mr. Giant Skyhawk. What is up, dude? Uh, hello. It's good. Uh, just wrapped up a, a surprise early uh, birthday dinner with the family, and uh, then Sunny messaged me and was like, you got to answer some questions. So I was like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, we got some questions that we that need answers, buddy. <laughs> Happy early birthday, by the way. I don't know. Is Thank it tomorrow? Because if it's tomorrow, then just happy birthday. Because that's when this will go out. No, nah, it's the it's the the uh, the twenty seventh. Yeah. Oh, I just realized that my mom's birthday is in two days. Oh, I, I need to get I need to get. I, I'm glad I said something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can now. You gotta know. Well, anyway, happy birthday to you, Giant Skyhawk. But and thank you, you know. But thank you for coming on. That's what I'm trying to say. But thank you for coming on today's episode of the podcast. <laughs> we have some fun stuff planned for today's episode. We have a new segment that we are doing called Cope or Cracked. This segment is where we talk about some of the choices that people are making in the meta with their deck building. Specifically, we'll talk about a few individual cards and whether or not we think that they're Cope. As in, it's like, eh, should you really be playing it? Probably not. Or they're cracked. In which case, yeah, you should definitely be playing this card in your deck. So, before we get too much farther in, let's go ahead and take a just a moment to thank all of the Patreons. So, a huge thank you to Cam Yang, Austin Johnson, Salix, Kane Martin, Gate Guardian Support, HGH Cyber, Marshawn Jones, Witchcraft Remain 2022, Zyphorus, Zephyrius, AD, Aaron Gardner, Anthony Leela, Branded Fart, Brandon... Cult of the Eldritch Gummy Bear, Damien Zink, Dank Nugs, Invoked Fart, Little Little Lee, Mountain Man, Nico Gal, Number One, Bottom Text. 
Those are all amazing. That's a new that one. That last one's pretty good. <laughs> that last one is pretty incredible. That, that's a new one. Owen Alvarado, Pig, Rudolph, Sneaky Links, Unbanned Number 95, Konami, Virtually Savior's World. What does Pot Agreed do? Yadagarasu is my dual spirit. And now Unbanned. Zingas Khan, Maxi Solves Combo, Nordic Beast, Nordic Best Deck, Old Man Red, Ray Powell, Rec Rap, Rip at Emancipator. True. Shockmaster did nothing wrong and Slake ended up. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. Also, I want to give a huge thank you to Mr. Tanner G for your five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Awesome content. Five stars. Great fellows with awesome knowledge about the game. Relaxing and fun to listen to. I would agree that we are relaxing and fun to listen to. The rest, I don't know about. (laughs) I like saying the three of us. Between the three of us, I think we have a competent player. Well, I I just like saying funny things because I like hearing you laugh. It's just, it's very enjoyable. Okay. (laughs) That's why I'm here. Uh, it's <laughs> you're an enjoyable personality. <laughs> All right, yeah, that's what we do, I guess. All right, so let's go ahead and take just a moment before we get any farther in. A quick word from our new sponsor. So a huge thank you to Dragon Shield sleeves and accessories. Dragon Shield is a wonderful TCG accessory maker, most notable for their sleeves. They make sleeves in a wide wide variety of colors but they also make deck boxes play mats and things of that sort i don't know if you can hear this right here what i'm doing oh yeah oh yeah that's a good shuffle oh yeah just a wonderful shuffle feel of mat sleeve against mats highly recommend it's what we both it's what we've both been using for set for a while now, it's pretty much since we got back in the game. Yeah, because they're available pretty much everywhere. Oh, yeah. Including yeah. at our affiliate link in the description down below. <laughs> yes. They also offer the Yu-Gi-Oh! The Japanese size clear oversleeves. So they fit very snugly over the actual Japanese size uh, regular she- uh, dragon shields. Yes. Japanese size dragon shields rather. So if you get like the artwork, I would recommend getting these to put on top. Protect that artwork from getting scratched up. Yes. I've also found that the... So like if you're using OCG sleeves, like I have some really cool OCG Kaya sleeves. And if you use the the really snug oversleeves over the OCG art sleeves, it actually works out really well because I feel like the OCG art sleeves are a little bit thinner. So if you want to yeah. protect them, this is really honestly a great way to do it. I, I really like this product a lot and um, we wouldn't be sitting here talking about it if it wasn't a product that we're confident. I think, right. that, I think that Dragon Shield is the... Probably the best sleeves that you can buy for the money that you're paying. Oh, easily. And they probably have the widest and most diverse range of colors and colors and products. Yep. So also, if you're interested in receiving some Dragon Shield products from us, courtesy of Dragon Shield, be sure to go ahead and follow us on Twitter. We're gonna be doing a Twitter giveaway where we give away some sleeves and some deck boxes, maybe some perfect fit sleeves, some oversleeves. We'll probably let the winners choose kind of what colors and stuff they want. But huge thank you to Dragon Shield for sponsoring the podcast. Be sure to check them out. Their affiliate link is in the description down below. And now the affiliate link should work for both North American and EU buyers. So now let's get into the 
meat and potatoes. Absolutely. Let's talk about this new segment, Coper Cracked. It's something that we thought of kind of on the fly. Uh, I, almost, I say on the fly. We thought about it a few days ago. But it's something that I, I think we're going to enjoy. So, like I said, the whole concept of this particular um, segment is to take the tech cards that people are playing in some of the more meta decks or just in general and decide whether we think that they're really worth playing right now because people can put in tech cards and cool cards but that doesn't mean they're good so with that said let's start with a card that is the entire reason that this segment got started which is white or a whale so for those that don't know, White Aura Whale is a level 8 water synchro monster, and it reads Fish Synchro Effect, one water tuner, one or more non-tuner water monsters. When this card is synchro summoned, you can destroy all your opponent's attack position monsters. This card can make up to two attacks on monsters during each battle phase. If this card attacks a defense position monster, inflict piercing battle damage. If this card you control is destroyed by an opponent's card by battle or card effect and sent to your graveyard, you can banish one other water monster in your, from your graveyard, especially in this card, and if you do, it's treated as a tuner. So, essentially, it can, it can work as a board breaker, it can work as a combo enabler, it can work as a OTK enabler, and it also allows the Sword Soul deck to play under Gozid Match, which is pretty interesting, because that's a thing that the deck struggles very much to do. Oh, yeah. Um, now, keep in mind that to summon this thing, as it only requires water-type tuners and non-tuners, Mogi and the Tortold, uh tuner tokens are both water. Right. Or if you're running Shithana, you, can, Shithana. Actually, yeah, you yeah. can also do it with Shithana. Yeah. So, like, if your Mogi gets Ogred, then, and you have, like, an Ashina, then you can use Ashina to get Shithana and go into White Aura Whale, potentially. But I think that that's the biggest reason that it's played, actually, is because it's a way to play under goes in a match which the deck currently doesn't have a way to do so yep. uh, uh, honestly i think this is pretty good like uh, a lot of people even right now are actually starting to think about side decking stuff like raigeki and to be able to pull out a raigeki under something like goes in match which is usually what something that somebody has like as a backup to their board people are going to like let your moyi resolve and then flip the goes in match right because they're going right. to do that on resolution to lock you. And the only other like target that's maybe worth playing is Dragite. But if you're making Dragite into a board where they've already activated Gozen Match, your opponent's monsters can out it. But your opponent's monsters probably are having a harder time outing something like White Aura Whale. Like the fact yes. that it recycles itself, the fact that it can attack twice, it does piercing, so it gets you closer to lethal while you're trying to dig for your Vishuda or anything else. It can else also to be your a Gozen valid match. board breaking option. Yep, exactly. And. Yeah, like the fact that it just destroys its lightning storm on summon. Uh, but yep. the the interesting thing too is the recycle of this card is not once per turn. Or, or right. uh, so like they keep so long as you have extra waters in your grave, whether that's the water tenny or you're able to dump another copy of Moyi with something. Uh, this just keeps coming back and is a really like a, a problem for opponents to get over. I don't think this is cope. I think this is cracked. I think the card's very cool. I'm testing it out right now in my list. I haven't had it come up yet, but I also haven't tested a bunch with it either. I've only done a handful of games, but it feels like a really good option because I think when I, if I'm under Gozen, I would like to have an option to play offensively 
or defensively, I'm actually running both Dragite and White Aura Whale. Uh, my, my only issue with White Aura Whale is the fact that it's a fish, not a worm. Other than that exact thing, because mm. that, that means if your opponent waits for you to do Vashuda, you can't summon it. That's my only issue. What do you mean Vashuda? Uh, not Vashuda. Uh, Ashina? Ashina, thank you. I get them all mixed up. That's fair. <laughs> that's valid. Yeah, that's literally my only issue with it. Right, so if, if you use Ashina to pull Ashadana, then you can't go into White Aura. Yeah, that is literally my only issue with it. That's valid. It is. Side of that, I think it's cracked. I almost wish that there was something in between Cope and Cracked. Yeah. But alas, that's not the name of the segment. <laughs> I would still classify it as cracked with that yeah. with that little asterisk. Yeah. I, th I think if we have to pick one, I'm leaning towards crack just because it's not, it's not like it's actively bad to play. Like I could imagine scenarios where you just make this going second, even if there's yeah. not a goes in match because it just happens to clear a board specifically. And also if you already have like a really crazy hand, it forces interaction from your opponent and then you just, once they, once you have forced all their interaction with something like this, then that's when you, okay, Cool. Special Ecclesia. Okay, cool. Activate Long Yan. It really does make your opponent do something. Yeah. yeah it, it makes it, it do something twice. It comes back if they get rid of it. <laughs> they have yeah, to deal yeah. with it twice. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. And, and again, then it also threatens the OTK by its very existence. Yeah. He's just a... He's like Kijing Long Yan, the level 10 new synchro. He's just a gigantic jerk yeah yeah <laughs> it, sometimes sometimes making a gummy difficult board state is better than trying to go for a clean out that can get shut down because yeah. it buys you more time and it means somebody might make mistakes so uh i'm leaning towards cracked but it could be cool and putting your opponent in a board state that they're really unfamiliar with is sometimes really advantageous so I'm actually I'm gonna lean towards cracked, and I could be coping, but because I'm a sword soul player playing the card, <laughs> that's um, the segment. Yeah, it seems like I'll lose. Not cope. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna lean. Uh, I'm gonna lean cracked. Yeah, we're all, right. all in agreement. Yeah, I mean that, that's three for three. That's 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 impressive. I was expecting three for three on the very first one. All right, next we have Beyond the Pendulum. So for those that don't know, Beyond the Pendulum is the new Pendulum card. It's this new Pendulum Link 2 out of Dimension Force. It reads, two effect monsters, including a Pendulum monster. If this card is Link Summoned in the extra monster zone, you can pay 1,200 life points. Add one Pendulum monster from your deck to your hand. But for the rest of this turn, unless you Pendulum Summon after this effect resolves, you cannot activate monster effects. And the effects of any cards in your Pendulum Zones are negated. If two monsters with different original levels are Pendulum Summoned at the same time to the zones this card points to, you can target two cards on the field, destroy them. You can only use this effect of Beyond the Pendulum once per turn. I think this is pretty good. Yeah. I, if I I think when we're asking the question if, if Beyond the Pendulum was cracked or cope, I think if, if we're just talking about the card, I think the card is cracked. 
It's mini Electromite. Obviously, the restriction of having to Pendulum Summon before being able to like use any other effects is is a big deal. But this is a tool that helps break boards going second uh, and increase like combo ceiling. Uh, I think what we're really asking here is if it is coped to be playing Pendulum. Now that beyond the pendulum. you read my mind, I was just about to say that. I'm sorry, I'm stealing the thunder. Uh, so that feels to me like the question that we're really asking. Uh, I think the deck is really cool if it is piloted at a high level. There's a lot of really interesting tech you can play, and there's a lot of very deep technical play aspects to it. But uh, I do think it probably leans towards cope, just because you are having to play that at a, such a high skill ceiling uh, to do well that it is very difficult to justify, unless you're somebody who has been one either one-tricking it for ages, uh, or somebody who is willing to put in the time to learn all of the little interactions that uh, matter there. So I am leaning towards Cope, but I think the card is cracked. So Pendulums as a game mechanic right now are Cope, but this card is cracked. That's, yeah, I think that's a pretty reasonable take. What do you think, Caleb? Oh, no, no, I, like I completely agree. Now I'm going to declare the card itself Cope, but only because of... It's a know, Pendulum. It's only because it's a Pendulum card. Right now, Pendulums are Cope. I will also declare the card Cope, and here's why. This card is getting hailed as the new Electromite, and it's just not. Electromite is one of the most powerful Link monsters to ever exist. It's one of the most powerful enablers out there, at least for what it does, right? Obviously, there are more powerful Link monsters, and there are more powerful um, effect monsters in banned Links. Look at things like Summon Sorceress, Topologic. Is it Topologic Bomber or Gumblar that's banned? Uh, Gumblar is the banned one. Yeah. Yeah, look at things like Topologic Gumblar. Look at things like. Uh, like like, like Aggravane. Right, exactly. Aggravane, Pisty. Nightmare, Nightmare Goblin. Yeah, Nightmare Goblin, not Pisty, LP. It's not the most powerful in general, like Summon Sorc, things like that. Like you said, Nightmare Goblin and Mermaid. It's not the most powerful. It's not. But Electromite, for what it does, for what its intended use is, I don't think there's many cards that are better at their intended use. And this new card, Beyond the Pendulum's intended use, is to replace Electromite, and it won't. And I think that's why it's Cope. That's 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 all incredibly valid. Yes, the, the creation of the card itself was Copium. Yeah. Is, yeah. is, is what we are getting at here. I can get yeah. on board with that. I think I am going to say that the card is cracked. I think in a vacuum, it's really good. And like, if we're talking about cracked versus cope on the card, then I think I have to say cracked because it's really good and it makes Pendulum a better deck. Like there's no argument that it doesn't That's make true. it a better deck by having the option. But if, if we're asking the question of the wider scope of, is it worth putting the time into learning Pendulum? Uh, I would probably say co. Right, absolutely. Or maybe closer. I'm closer to crack than you guys, but I think I will. I will join the cope bandwagon on this one. Like I said, I, I think the card's effect is pretty good. It is, but its intended function within the game is kind of cope. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. overall. I'm so yeah, looks like we're. Yep, so we have what, uh, we're pretty much 
coat on that? Yeah. I, I think we can unite. Yeah. Next, we have Therian King Regulus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. So, I'll just read the effect. That way people know. Again, this is another new card out of Dimension Force. You can only use each of the following effects of Therian King Regulus once per turn. He's a level 8 machine, 2800 attack, 16 defense. Uh, you can target one Therian monster or one machine monster in your graveyard. Special on this card from your hand, and if you do, equip that monster to this card. When your opponent activates a card or effect, quick effect, you can send one Therian monster from your hand or face up field to the graveyard and negate that effect. A Therian monster equipped with this card gains 700 attack. Also, it can, it can activate the second effect listed above as if it were Therian King Regulus. I would love to hear y'all's thoughts on this one because I, I'm going to be honest, I'm completely undecided here. Let's see. It reads cracked. Very much so. But not in its own deck. No. Well, it has to be in a Therian deck. Yes. It's no, it doesn't. It could be well, in any machine deck. Well, no, because its second effect only works in Therians. Yeah, but you can just send himself. That's true. So, uh, in terms of, I, I, I'm kind of where Sunny is, right? Because I think, and like, obviously people are having it up. The price is insane. It's gone from like $60 in pre-sale to something like a hundred. It's like, yeah, it's like, like at, least, at least yes. in, in Maple. It, well, okay. But I live in the land of, uh, Maple money. So my number money that yours. smells like maple syrup. True. Occasionally. Um, <laughs> occasionally. Uh, I think the card is cracked, but if you want to look at like its place in the overall meta, I'm leaning towards Cope. There's because we had a lot of regionals over the weekend uh, and a lot of uh, WCQs, and there was just not a lot of Regulus around. Uh, one caveat to that is that the set did just release, uh, that was and the card is yeah. expensive. Price um, is absolutely a factor in this not having results yet. Like another like another issue I have is that. Um, this this card is only usable in two decks. Any machine deck, well, which is more than one deck. It's two types of decks. Yeah, two types of decks. Either machine or pure, or not pure, but Therian itself. Because it needs a Therian or a machine to pitch to special it. Also, I think it's usable in the, the, the plant deck, right? Yes, because uh, Lily is a plant. Uh, so the Sun Avalon and the Plant Link pile as separate decks do play. Uh, we'll probably be playing Regulus at some amount. Uh, uh, yeah, they also play the Plant Therian. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I believe, she, like I said, I believe she searches it, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the the main uh, machine decks that play this, obviously, the Earth Machine pile plays this. Uh, ABC. Uh, ABC and ABC can play like Theory and Brave ABC, so that's definitely those two decks are both rogue contenders. Uh, the plant decks are playing this, uh, and uh, there is a deck doing very well on uh, DB right now. Uh, it is Dragon Link, Preda Plant, uh, Chaos Therian, uh, and it that's is using cards. It has to be. Yeah, it's, and uh, to be honest, it looks terrifying. That deck ends on like Hot Red Apo Savage. Uh, zombie Vampire Mills Therian King, uh, or you can go for the subboard of that, but you lose the you lose the Savage Dragon, but you play the level six um, a Romage Synchro to search the trap card Dried Winds, I think it's called, 
Uh, and so if they droplet you, you flip up the dried wind so that you can hot red the droplet. Uh, that's, that's disgusting. Yeah. So this is the first I'm hearing of this. Yes. Uh, it's kind of like woodwork right now, but it's starting to gain some traction online. Uh, it is an expensive deck, so I don't know if it will have as much traction in person. But there's a reason this card is spiking in price so much, and that's because people are playing the decks, but because people weren't able to get it in time for a lot of the regionals and the, and the WCQs that happened, this, or the nationals, rather, that happened this weekend, we're not seeing it uh, in those lists because people don't have it. So uh, I am going to say cracked. I think this card has a lot of potential. Even though it's not seeing as much play now, it will. So I am I'm saying cracked. You're right. I am. I was leaning cracked before you gave your reasoning and logic there, mainly because I think that the, I think that the card is techable and accessible in enough other strategies and enough it's splashable in enough different strategies that it will find its place somewhere in a top tier meta strategy. I, I feel pretty confident about that. I, I think that we're going to see the plant deck top Hartford this weekend. Now that me saying that might be cope, but the plant deck is really cool. I don't think it's any worse than B Trooper was at its height. How's that? I think that's an excellent comparison. What do you think, Caleb? Uh, oh no, this part is absolutely correct. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, because like I completely forgot that the plant. Uh, that the plant one searches for the king. Yeah. So you have the Sun Avalon Link Climbing Plant deck. Yeah, that can, ge- that, can that I think can generically search for plants. Yeah. I mean, Lone Fire is at three. Yeah, exactly. And Lone Fire is at three. And Lone Fire gets you into the plant of uh, Therian, which grabs this guy, send the plant Therian, special this dude. You got it. it, it Lone Fire turns into a negate. Yeah, uh, and Aroma Seraphy Jasmine is now a $10 plus card and on the climb. Yeah. So it means a lot of people are looking at this. What is that card called? Uh, Aroma Seraphy Jasmine. It is the plant link to, if you're familiar with it. Uh, it is really, really strong. You tribute anything that. It, <laughs> yeah, you, you tribute anything it points to to special summon any plant from your deck. What? <laughs> yeah, and it's not once per turn. How do you spell that? Uh, uh, Aroma Seraphy, so A-R-O-M-A. Oh, I typed uh, in A-R-O. And S-E-R, yeah. Aroma Seraphy Jasmine is the Link monster. Uh, Aroma... Plant Link has been playing this forever. Uh, I actually played Plant Link for a short time in Link Cross format. Uh, there's a little bit of Skyhawk lore for people. But you make it with two plants, um, and you tribute literally anything it points to, special summon any plant from your deck in defense. Oh, actually, it is, uh, it is hard ones per turn. But uh, it also has the effect where if you gain life points, which a lot of the plant stuff does, you can add any plant from your deck to your hand. So yeah. it's it's it tutors any plant from your deck. Uh, and also, uh, if you decide to play some of the life point gain stuff, you can search more plants. And my bulk is already coming in the clutch because I have it all pulled <laughs> up and I pulled three out already. <laughs> You're doing this live on the podcast? <laughs> You're no. For your bulk while we're doing this segment. Sunny. Not anymore. I'm not. I'm here. done now. Oh, okay. Cool. I already had it sorted out by Link Ultra. Yeah, she just had to reach over, grab the stack, and. See? <laughs> I mean, we're here. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I well. can't believe this. Yeah, but but I, I think all three of us are in agreement here that this card is absolutely cracked. Yeah, yeah I think for sure. it's it, it's just an ex- to the to the extent. I don't think we know, but it is cracked. 
I want to see plants top this weekend so badly. I think that would be cool. Honestly, been I've been, yeah, I've been kind of, me and a friend of mine have kind of talked a lot about the possibilities of Plant Link. I think between the generic Plant Link deck and the Sun Avalon Link deck, we're going to see some of it this weekend. It and I don't always think we're ready for it. It has always had the tools. Uh, it, there is everything in that deck. Uh, there are extenders in the form of stuff like uh, Rose Lover and Rose Girl. Uh, there's Right, there's like brick replacements like Flowerbot, uh, so I totally agree. All right, let's move on to the last card. Mm -hmm. Change of Heart. So, this card obviously was unbanned on the most recent Yu-Gi-Oh! ban list. It has drawn a lot of comparisons to Mind Control, which does not currently see a lot of meta play. But, notably, it's not Mind Control, it's Change of Heart. It's a different card. <laughs> and notably from that... It's a better card. It's mind control without any of the restrictions that mind control has. You can attack with the monster. You can tribute it. And it, it. I think does new the new mind control because it got an errata. It does it negate effect. I don't uh, know. I think you're thinking of brain control. Brain control yeah. is the card that got the errata. Uh, where oh, okay. You can only take a normal summoned a monster that could be normal summoned or set. Uh, mind control. I believe it's take, but negate its effects, and also you can't attack. Regardless, this does not negate effects. It does not keep it from being tributed. Yeah, it does it, not keep it from anything. It's just good. And I think it's Kobe. I think it's a Kobe Saki one of those. I see you laughing. Uh, I'm laughing because I agree, but I know people who disagree. Uh, I know Mr. Lennon uh, famously has the take that players shying away from powerful one-ofs uh, are... Uh, going about it in an illogical way. Uh, I also think this card is cope, <clears throat> but mostly because I think the effect is actually not that great. Um, like, Tactics Talent to obviously has like a trickier activation condition, but that card's effect to take uh, is so much better simply because it doesn't target. Uh, Change of Heart like can force a disruption, but there are a lot of situations where it's bad, and I feel like in your side deck, unless you are specifically planning to have a take effect, so, like, if you're like, okay, I'm going second, and I know that I want to take my opponent's monsters to link climb in this format. Three triple tactics talent, one mind control, one change of heart, five of them, you're seeing one every time. There it's good. But as a one-off, I think it's cope. It's not good enough. It's not consistent enough to rely upon. It is not... It Like you said, it's going to force interaction, but so would a three of, like, Raikeki. As about, I was about to say... So that's my thought. But then also for Gekki Resolves, you, it could all it can actually put you in a much better position than just stealing one of your opponent's monsters myself, like two two or three others. Yeah, I think the cards cope. Wow, we all just said change of heart being legal in the TCG and being played as cope. That's crazy. <laughs> it's weird. Like uh, it's good, but I just don't think it's good enough. It's cr the craziest part to me is that. When we did our ban list review, I really felt like Change of Heart was an unnecessary, huge tempo swing card that there's no reason for it to be legal in the TCG. And I think that there is still some validity to that, that it is a Saki one of. But I don't think it'll have the same 
time on the limited list that Snatch Deal did when Snatch Deal got unbanned in 2015 for one format and rebanned. So, you know, I think that I don't think it'll get rebanned immediately. But if it starts to become a major problem in meta relevant play, it's possible. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Very nice. You compare it to like Imperial Order, right? Like, there are some. There are a lot of ways that you can, even like Harpy's Feather Duster, right? Like, Duster is like a Saki one of, fine. But a lot of those cards exist already. Change of Heart. It's a sack you want of, but you can you can engineer a board state to play around change of heart, or at least not lose like super bad to it. Something like Imperial Order, you can't. So like, right? I don't think change of heart is that impactful. I would agree. Oh yeah, cope. The cards cope. That's crazy. It is. <laughs> it is not. It feels weird to say. Yeah. All right. Let's get on into the most fun part of the episode. So obviously, we started our trivia segment with pack last episode i think it was just last episode yeah it feels like it but now we want to do some trivia with a man with more useless knowledge and information than just about anybody i can think of and that's you i'm on the list uh it's probably like uh, uh, myself aki uh mbt and hard leg probably have the most nonsense knowledge I think the, the person that I'm most scared to have on this segment is Joe Diorlando. Oh, yeah. Before we do that, though, don't Oh, that, that guy knows everything. That's true. Yeah, Caleb. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joe Caleb did just lead me in, though, and I'm going to roll with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we do have another sponsor we got to talk about real quick. Yep. A huge thank you to our other sponsor, ETB Games. They are locals in Alexandria, Louisiana. They are your one-stop shops for all of your card game needs. They have all of your sleeves, deck boxes, binders, playmats, etc., and all as well as singles and sealed product for the card games that you love, like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, Digimon, and more. And, of course, they also have all of your painted and non-painted figurines. They have paint for the non-painted figurines. They have all of your books, your mats, everything that you need for tabletop games, as well as a place to play them. If you are interested in ETB games and their monthly Enter the Battlefield, uh, what are they called? The Tournament City Days, I think. No, no. Battle City. Battle City. City. Yep. The Battle City Tournament Days. Be sure to check them out. Their link is in the description down below. So. You can also buy Dragon Shield there. Yes, you can. (laughs) (laughs) So. I love a happy ending. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's about to not be a happy ending when we start asking these questions. That's true. Yeah. Let's jump right on into the segment. So. Let's go ahead and on to. Are you ready, Giant Skyhawk? Uh, no, but let's do it. So, Pack got seven and a half out of ten, which is weird, but there there may be some like half points here. I know we have a couple of questions right. specifically that have bonus points involved, so it's a hard quiz, but you have the opportunity for some extra credit. So, all right, so I so I have a chance to end with at least a half point. That's cool. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start. We tried to structure it a way that was a little bit easier because last time we jumped in right into the deep end and it was ridiculously difficult. Hmm. But I think this question is a bit more manageable. So, number one, name the first three sets from the Yu Gi Oh! TCG in order. 
okay. Uh, so, are we talking sets as in like main sets? Or yeah, the like first three core products? sets, and you get to the teach first you. three core sets in order. Okay. Uh, Legend of Blue Eyes Red Dragon. Yes, is that is one. one. That's that's LOB. That's the first one. Right. Uh, and then I believe it is Magic Ruler. Uh, is the second. Uh, Spell Ruler. I believe it was changed to later, but it was initially Magic Ruler. Uh, as MRD. I'm a, uh, I might be wrong about that being the the uh, the second one. What did you say the abbreviation uh, was? Uh, isn't it? Isn't it MRD or would that be Metal Raiders? I have no idea. <laughs> Old school's not my thing. I will say MRD is uh, Metal Raiders and Magic Ruler is MRL. MRL, okay. So I think it's, I think MR, I think I'm pretty sure it's Magic Ruler is the second one. And I, hmm. Oh, the third one, I have no idea. I want to say it's Labyrinth of Nightmare, but I'm probably wrong about that. It, it might be Metal Raiders. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the third one is Labyrinth of Nightmare, but I know I'm wrong. Uh, so I'm going to say final answer, Legend of Blue Eyes, White Dragon. Uh, 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 Magic Ruler and Labyrinth of Nightmare. That's crazy. That's crazy. We tried to give you a bone early. I I, I don't know this stuff. Oh no! <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Stuff. I know you're gonna get some later. <laughs> uh, the correct answer is Legend of Blue Eyes. You got that right. Mm-hmm. Then it was Metal Raiders, and then Magic Ruler. Well, I was Metal Raiders in there. Okay, yeah. That's why you said totally, Magic Ruler, you know, I MRD. And I was like, MRD is right, but I, I was not. I I don't know. I, I don't know why Metal Raiders is just, like, erased from my memory entirely. Because uh, isn't Labyrinth of Nightmares the fourth set, right? Oh, I didn't research that far. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, fair, 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 fair. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why, but I always, I always, for, like, I can never remember where Metal Raiders is in that timeline. So it makes sense that I missed this, actually. So I just looked it up real quick because I had to know. Labyrinth of Nightmare is indeed no, it's a okay. I'm sorry. Legend of Blue Eyes, Metal Raiders, then Magic Ruler, then Pharaoh's Servant, then oh, Pharaoh's Servant, then Labyrinth of Nightmare. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> roast me in the comments, old heads. I uh, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I just figured you'd watch enough progression series by now to know. The, the first episodes have, have just been a blur. I, I, they they're not real anymore. <laughs> All right. Second question: What 1850 attack monster was first released as ultra rare in the first tournament? As an ultra rare in the first tournament pack? Oh, uh, that would be mechanical chaser. That is that, correct. that is correct. That's it. See, like I said, we're throwing bones. That's here. A, that was that was that one actually was a bone. Uh, because that's like, if you watch like, I think any uh, Yu-Gi-Oh documentary on YouTube, somebody will talk about Mechanical Chaser. Do you know how much it was when it first released? Uh, wasn't it like two hundred dollars something silly like that? Uh, I hear three hundred usually, but I it mean, was, it could it have been two. Pretty, I don't know. I wasn't. Was, I wasn't at locals, so I, I, I believe in the Swag Kage documentary that he's released about like the first, the two-hour one about the first segment or stuff. He has House of Chaser documentary. Uh, so, yes, yeah, absolutely phenomenal video. You should watch it, but. It's, uh, I think House of Champs was talking about the price of a chemical chaser. So that's why I know this. Gotcha. Well, the next question is very targeted. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. What exactly would you say you're most known for in the Yu Gi Oh community? Really, like on a competitive level? Uh, probably Dino, just in terms of like my competitive success. Recently, it's been Fluffle. 
but if you're talking like the totality of my limited presence online, uh, probably dinosaur. Uh, well, we've got questions for both, but right, this one's awful. Okay, let's hear it. So, as people know, the Fluffle monsters, the main deck monsters of the fairies, they fuse with the Edgeant monsters to make the Fright for Fusions. Mm -hmm. How many of these Fright for Fusions exist in the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG? Oh, and you get a bonus no, point if no. you can name them all. Okay, oh my god. Uh, I know I'm going to miss one. Uh, because I won't know the exact name of it. I'll start with the ones I know for sure, because they're the only ones worth sure. playing. There's a lot of bad ones. Um, True. Okay, so uh, the ones that I currently play. So Fright for Cruel Whale uh, yep. is one. Fright for a Tiger is two. Fright for Kraken is three. Fright for Sabretooth is four. Woo. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fright for Wolf is five. Yep. Uh, Fright, Fright for Sheep is six. Fright for Bear is seven. Fright for Leo is eight. Yep. Uh, Fright for Daredevil is nine. Uh, You're only missing two. Uh, oh no! For... I gave you the answer. Uh, no, 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 no! You didn't. I had it. I had it. I actually had it. Uh, Fright for uh, Chimera uh, is is whatever number we were at, uh, and then and... the last one is uh, dangerous. Uh, Fright for Dangerous Nightmare or Dangerous Nightmare Fright for I can't remember the order that those three words are in, but you got them all. those are the three. Yep. Yeah, Did you I get just all of them? them all. Oh, okay, cool. I thought I was going to miss one for sure. Uh, I did right, not second. even know Nightmare existed. Uh, you shouldn't. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, you were, Caleb was the effect while I was at work today while it's we're trying really to make questions, and I was like, this card sucks. Yeah, it's really it's really bad. Like the only ones worth playing. Uh, in any capacity, are uh, sheep is not playable anymore, but it was playable in Zodiac format specifically. Notably, this uh, is right for sheep. Fluffle sheep is still playable. Fluffle sheep is very strong, actually. Uh, whale is insane. Uh, then uh, obviously, like there's like the usual ones you play. Wolf is like a funny OTK tool, but it's win more. The only other one that has any use whatsoever is Fright for Daredevil because it's an Eradicator Epidemic Virus target. Literally, uh, the rest of them are just not worth considering ever. By the way, it is. It is dangerous, fright for nightmare. Dangerous, fright for nightmare. Okay, I knew it was those three words. I always get them mixed up just because that's the only one that has fright for at a different like point. I know it's not the first word, but yeah. Well, that is two points. Yeah, because you got a bonus point for getting them all right. Already better than I thought I was going to do. <laughs> Let's go. Okay. So at this point, you're at three points. Yep, I'll take it. Question four. All right. Water patrols are supposed to have ships for each attribute. Three are missing. What are the three attributes that are missing? Uh, divine, wind, and earth. Oh wait, I didn't even think about divine. Divine. There's four missing. <laughs> what? Uh, hold on. Are, are did you, we do our uh, did we do our research wrong on this? Well, okay. It, 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 so Blackbeard is not a ship. Correct. So so in that case, uh, Blackbeard is a water so that is the other attribute that would be missing so can you say i'm on can you say i'm all again uh, yeah, yeah yeah so divine earth wind and water correct if you, if you don't count blackbeard as a ship yeah I, yeah i wasn't counting blackbeard as a ship yeah. when i made we, the question we shout out uh shout out to the captain <laughs> all right number five 
It's gonna get a little harder here. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I, 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 I assumed. I assumed it would be more difficult. Number five, Starter Deck Link Strike released on July the 21st of 2017. The deck contained the first three Link monsters in the TCG. Mm -hmm. What are they? Okay, uh, Deco Talker is one of them, obviously. Uh, one of them is Honeybot. Uh, uh, and the reason I know this is uh, extremely <laughs> stupid. Uh, ooh. Dang it. I really thought that this was going to be a way more challenging. Uh, the problem is I'm actually having trouble with the third one. Uh, I know Honeybot, but I... I so... Uh, I know that it points out. I know it points to the right and it points to the left. I know those are the arrows. But I'm for the life of me, I cannot remember what this card is called. Um... I know it came super. It's not Lance Ferencus because Lance Ferencus points downward in those. But, oh my god! Why can't I? Why can't I remember Honeybot? But I can't remember this card. That's a great question. Yeah. Like it's oh Jesus Christ! Because it, it hasn't been played in so long. Uh, unless I'm like totally insane and I'm thinking about the wrong card. Because oh my god, it's not Pentastag because Pentastag was in the Code Breaker structure deck. Um. It's not Link Rebo, because that came later. Uh, proxy... Is it Proxy Dragon? Oh my god. Deco Talker, Honeybot. I'm gonna let you walk through this in okay. your head. I, I think... I think it is Proxy Dragon. I'm is probably wrong about this. Final answer? But yeah, my final answer is Deco Talker, Honeybot, and Proxy Dragon. Unbelievably, you got Deco Talker and Honeybot right. The two harder ones, in my opinion. You missed the easiest one. Link oh, Spider. Was it really Link Spider? Yeah! Link Spider. Uh, I thought Link Spider was a code broker. Uh. <laughs> nope. Uh, uh, you know, I will say this. Um, let me look it up real quick, just to I be thought, sure. I, I, thought it was, I thought for sure it was Proxy Dragon. But. It is for sure Link Spider. I have it pulled up right here. Yeah. That's crazy. Ah, I I would never have guessed Lake Spider, so I guess I just got owned. <laughs> and what's crazy was I was expecting you to miss Honeybot because that no. that's a really obscure card. No, I know about Honeybot uh, because it, it, specifically because it is bad. Uh, I was I I the, and the reason that I know it's in the uh, first structure deck is just because I remember when like Links came out, Honeybot was one of the first revealed. But I totally forgot. I had no. I thought for sure it was Proxy Dragon and not Link Spider. So uh, that's fascinating, actually. Well, wild. You you still have your <laughs> four points. I still got my points. I'll, I'll keep them. I'll keep them in the back pocket. That's it. Number six. Mm -hmm. In the Yu-Gi-Oh! Five D's lore, mm -hmm. the Earthbound Immortals were a major antagonist. How many of these Earthbound Immortals were there? Bonus points for naming them all. Okay. For the anime. Uh, are we talking about ones that just appeared in the anime? Or are we just talking like all of the... Like, so all of the ones that have been printed in the TCG. Ones that have been printed in the TCG. Okay, so... Uh, I'll start with the two that I have ulties of. Because they're gorgeous. Uh, Earthbound Immortal Chaku Chalhua. You're uh, really about to get this, aren't you? Uh, I might, actually. So the reason, actually, is my that my twin brother... When we were playing the TCG when we were younger, played Earthbound Immortal Malefics on Dueling Network. <laughs> when yes, we dude. were playing there, uh, because specifically because uh, he would lose to literally everything, but Cleeport 
had no way to beat any of the Earthbound Immortals because you could run it over towers, couldn't beat them. So you would like lose to everything. You'd auto beat Cleaport. Uh, it was terrible. It was that's bad. awesome. It's hilarious. It was really funny. Yeah, but anyway, so Earth Earthbound Immortal Chaku Chahua is one. Uh, Earthbound mm -hmm. Immortal uh, Uru is the other one I have an ulti of. Uh, that's the one that can take. Uh, Chaku Chahua has a funny effect. You can switch to skip your opponent's battle phase and burn them every turn. It's like stall card. That is funny. Uh, yeah. Then there's uh, Earthbound Immortal um, Earthbound Immortal Asla Pisku, which is famously uh, been used in a lot of FTKs. Yep. Involving Black Garden. Uh, then there's uh, Earthbound Immortal uh, Wuchokra Raska. I definitely said that wrong, but it was played as a meme tech in Flunder because it's a winged beast board wipe. Uh, or it's a yeah. hand loop, actually. It's a hand loop, not a board wipe. Yeah. Um, then there's uh, Earthbound Immortal. Uh, it's the big blue guy. I have to remember the name. Uh, it's, it's a C. Oh, Earthbound Immortal Kapakapu. Uh, that's the big blue guy that was used in OTK builds. Uh... Mm, the monkey. I don't think I know the name of the monkey, and that's going to kill me. Uh, so I might have to sacrifice points and get the number, because it's the monkey that I can't remember the name of. It's the green one. It's got a green outline. I know that, but I don't know the that's name wrong. of the card. Oh, is it wrong? I thought for sure the monkey had a green outline. The green Maybe. one is... You've already named, but I don't. I can't oh, remember the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, green one might be Asla Pisky. It's not. I don't... Okay. That's all so I I don't know the name of the monkey, so I'm going to have to just go for the number. So I need to circle back real quick. Uh, Kapagapu, Chokoraska, uh, Uruk, um, Chakuchalhua. Wait, um, okay, hold on. I'm trying to read these names while you're saying that. Say, just let's just let's just start over. Okay, 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 okay. So Earthbound Immortal Kapagapu. That's the big blue guy. The big, yes. uh, like clay doll looking chunk. The giant. Yes. Uh, then there's Uru, which is the red insect. The spider. Um, the spider, yes. Uh, there's Chaku Chalhua, which is the big whale. Yes. There's Well Chokra Raska, which is the winged beast hand loop. It's like purple, I think. Um, Gladly, yeah. Yeah. There's Asla Pisku, which is like orange yellow ish. And that's um, that's the FTK enabler. Uh, then there is uh, there's the monkey, which I don't know the name of, but that's six. And I think I am. Am I missing one more? Um, a six. I'm pretty sure there's monkey. I think there's seven of them because there's the monkey and there's one more that I think I am not mentioning. I am going to say final answer. Is there one aside from the monkey outside of the other five that I named? Okay, uh, I'm gonna gamble because I think I am missing one more and I'm insane. Uh, I'm going to say that there are seven final answer you're an actual crazy person you're correct let's go which one did i forget that's not the monkey so you have the red which is the spider which is uru yeah yeah the orange which is asla pisku which is asla the hummingbird yeah that's the burn fdk one yeah. the yellow which is kusiu which is the monkey okay so that's yeah i i i would never have gotten the name but i know that then you have so. blue which is kapakapu which is the giant Kapakapu, yep. Then you have Indigo, which is Chaku Chaliua? Chaiua? Chaku Chalhua is the whale. Chalhua. That's the killer whale. Then you have Violet, which is Wirkokoraska, the condor. Yeah. And then you have the one you missed, which is Karayahua. I don't know. It's green. It's the lizard. 
Oh, the lizard. Yep, I forgot about that. I knew there was one I was missing. So yeah, I don't get the no, names, but I got the points for the number. You got the points for the number. That yeah. puts you at what, five? Yeah. That's crazy. Whoa. Okay. Next. The next one is very hard. Yes. Okay. In Dual Terminal 2, we got the very first Dino-type tuner monster. Who was it? <laughs> uh, okay. You're this laughing depends too much. On, you know the answer to this. I, I'm laughing too much because uh, I know it is a Jurak monster, but I have to remember the release order that they came out in. So, for example, I am. So, I'm not confirming that this is the answer, but there are three Dino Tuners that this could possibly. Be. Whoa! The first one is. We're halfway there. You got the Jurak yeah. right. I'll say that. Yeah. So it is Jurak. Uh, so the question is: Is it Jurak Ilo? Is it Jurak Gallim? Or is it Jurak Dino? Jurak uh, Dino is the level three. Gallim is the level two, and Ilo is the level one. I, if I am right about this, I think Ilo was the one that's in Hidden Arsenal 2. But I have to think about it really quick. Uh, let me just go get my dinosaur deck real fast. Whoa, chill, 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 chill. Uh, uh, no, 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 that's cheating. Um, oh, what's the set code for Ilo? I know it's not Gallum, because I'm pretty sure Gallum was in 3. Uh, and I See, this is why I felt comfortable asking this question. Because it's a hard question. That's the thing, right? It, your knowledge even if I know the is literally insane. Yeah, well, the thing is, my knowledge of the card pool is great. My knowledge of set order is bad. <laughs> so this is a great question to ask. Um, I I am 99% sure it is Jurak Ilo. If I'm wrong about this, it's probably Dino. But I'm going to lock in my answer that it is Hidden Arsenal 2, Jurak Ilo. Buddy, buddy. Those are all from Hidden Arsenal 4. What? There was one released in Hidden Arsenal 2, which is a Jurak for sure. Yeah. It's Jurak Monolith. No, I forgot about Monolith. Oh, I was, no. That, that's, there's no way Monolith is a tuner. Shut up. It is. Jurak Monolith. <laughs> oh, I have failed the dino community. I cannot believe this. You know Jurak, you have to go leave I, the dino server now, right? Uh, no, that's not how that works. Why is this card a tuner? Oh, the reason that I forgot about this is because usually you never play this card. You play the level three. I love. Uh, right? You play Jurak Dino. You know, you play Jurak Dino because it can draw. It's pot of greed if you destroy a monster with it. That's right. Uh, and it also has more attack. I forgot Mono. Honestly, I forgot Monolf was a tuner. I was. I. I literally. I went through Protops and Monolf uh, in my head, but I forgot that they were tuners. Or um, Protops is not a tuner. Monolf is. Dang, that was a gimme, but I totally forgot about Monolf. You know what's crazy is I never would have called that question a gimme. <laughs> no, that was a gimme for me. Ah. <laughs> All right. So you're still sitting at how many? I think I have five because I yeah. got I was at four and then I got the fifth for the Earth Bounds. Yeah. Okay. So you're at you're at five points still. This one's brutal. All right. The 2012 YCS Long Beach is credited by some as having saved Yu-Gi-Oh. A lot of it by MBT, which is why I feel like you might have a shot at this question. Being, you know, a moderator. Hmm. This is due in large part to a very diverse top four of this event. Much publicized what the top four was here. What were the top four decks of YCS Long Beach in 2012? Okay, I'm probably going to get this wrong. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I know one of them is Hero. Uh, I did watch this video. I did watch this video, and I did watch the explanation. Uh, I'm pretty sure one of them is Dark World. Uh, I have to remember if I'll wind up talk this event or not. I know for sure Hero and Dark World. Was it... Was this Chaos Dragons? I, okay, I'm going to lock in that I think the third list was Chaos Dragon. Because I know there was a YCS around this time where Chaos Dragon like either won the whole thing or had a top finish and it kind of revitalized the format, both because it was a little bit cheap as a deck uh, and something else. So I'm going to say, it was, I'm just going to say it was Hero, uh, Dark World, Wind Up, Chaos Dragon. Final answer. You have once again failed the Dino community. Did Dino Rabbit top at this event? Dino Rabbit got top four here, yes. It was okay. Hero, Dino Rabbit, Dark World, Chaos Fiber. Okay, to be fair, uh, I did not start playing this game until after Rabbit went to one. So I don't I don't know very I don't know anything about Dino before that time. Fair. That is very fair, but what I will say is you just named all the Jurak cards from Hidden Arsenal's one two three. Ah, the Jurak cards were released after 2012. They were not... uh, Oh, no. Actually, no. They were... uh, No. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Because uh, the old Dino Rabbit builds were playing Jurak Guayba. Yes. Yep. So the interesting thing here is... You mentioned the Chaos Dragon deck. That actually released a good bit later into 2012. Yeah. I must be thinking of a separate event. I know there was like a Chaos Dragon win. That was very unexpected at the time, but... Like I said, yeah. my knowledge of this time period is not very good. Yes, that is. I mean, it's fair, but I figured you might have a chance there off the MBT video. I got two of them right. I remember those from the video. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, just, I didn't. I didn't know the other two. All right, still sitting at five points, which is still respectable in my opinion. That's <laughs> way better than I thought. This is gonna go. Question number nine: mm-hmm. This level two monster first released in the Shining Darkness was the final piece and a key enabler of the Frog FTK deck. What is it? Uh, okay. So, obviously, like, the, the trick... Wait, it was the Shining Darkness, you said? Yes. Uh, so, it's not Substitute, because Substitute came out much earlier. Uh, I mean, unless you're trying to, like, trick question me, but I'm pretty sure Substitute was earlier than this. Uh... Earlier than the Shining Darkness, I I actually have no idea. I want to say the the three cards that are coming to mind for me right now, as cards that maybe came out in this set, but I have Just no idea. In case it helps you, the cover card for the Shining Darkness was. Blackwing and Dragon, which I just so happen to have an ulti of that I promise I don't just want to show off. Uh, <laughs> that's that's very cool, but that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> it wasn't meant to help you. So it was meant to my, show off. Part. So the <laughs> answers that I am thinking of uh, are Flip Flop Frog, uh, Uni Frog, or Poison Draw. Uh, I am fairly certain it's not Poison Draw because I think that card is older. So it's between Flip Flop and Uni. I think Unifrog was important because it was back row removal. But I don't know if that was like key to strategy. Oh, wait. Maybe it's Swap Frog. Is it Swap Frog? Uh, no, you wouldn't give me. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't give me a question to answer a Swap Frog. Now I'm 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 psyching myself out. I'm metagaming myself here. Keep um, metagaming yourself. You might get the right answer. This is the stupidest question. This. <laughs> 
Because I don't know the answer. I'm just naming all the frog monsters, hoping that something will come up to my mind. Uh, oh my god. Was was Ronin Toten? Was Ronin Toten the card that did this? Because that's the card that lets you like loop the frogs, is the Ronin Toten. Okay, I'm... I'm I, this is probably wrong. Uh, I'm going to say, because you said... The, the wording of the question was like the final piece, right? I am going to say Ronin Toten, final answer. Oh my god, he got there! That, that's correct. <laughs> I, 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 the wording, the wording is what what got me there. I can't believe I, I went through that whole journey and ended up ruining. You got there. You're just like it's either this or this, and I'm like, I'm thinking about something. Like, oh no, this is not going well at all. But you got there, which yeah. is very impressive. I made it. I made it. So you're at currently six six six, six points. That's very good. Points. That's very respectable. This is a this is a hard quiz. I was expecting I was expecting way worse. I'm I'm happy with this so far. Let's see how how far we can go. All right, number ten, the last and final question, an anime related <laughs> question. Okay. In the Yu-Gi-Oh GX anime, mm-hmm. Kaibokor ran a contest where people would design a card. And the winning design would get made into a real card and sent into space. Jaden Yuki designed a card that won the contest and got sent into space. What card did he design? Oh my god. And yes, this is a TCG legal card that has seen meta play. That has seen meta play. Okay. All right. So here's my thought. And I don't feel like that was too big of a hint because it's a hard question. Yeah, uh, I have not seen. I have not seen this section of GX anime, but I think the wording of your question has helped me out here. I am thinking of three cards, although one I think I have to discount because I might be thinking of the GX manga. So the three cards I'm thinking of are Elemental Hero Neos Alias, Elemental Hero Neos, and Elemental Hero Terra Firma. Uh, I think Terra Firma is the one from the manga and I think it got printed in TCG it's probably not Terraforma uh okay because you said competitive it might be Rainbow Neos for all I know like maybe it's that card I'm gonna say final answer Elemental Hero Neos Alias I'm very sorry that is incorrect dang what was it Dandelion it's Dandelion yes it's Dandelion what? <laughs> I th- Okay, I would never have even had a shot. I, 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 I literally <laughs> had to stop myself and be like, "Wait, Caleb, this was definitely GX, right? Not five Ds." He's like, yeah, "I thought no. I would have." That's the thing. I would have thought five Ds, but yeah. I, guess I mean, damn. the only reason why I just so happen to know that off the top of my head is because one morning, and I don't know why, this just kind of attached itself to my cerebral cortex. I woke up, saw saw that GX was playing, watched the episode, and that was the episode. Yeah, that's unbelievable. I will say, I will say we didn't just pull that out of Caleb's head. We did verify that before yes, we put it on the quiz. Yes, I did. go double. We did you know, uh, triple check, make sure these these guys do the work, except for uh, attributes for plunder patrols because they forgot about uh, divine, the most common attribute. Yes. Yeah, the most common attribute, surely. Good gracious. Yeah. You can get the god cards in common print, so they're pretty common. That's fair. But I would you say it's the most common? I would say that that's most well, space I mean, which is spell. Could you judge it? 
Terraforming has an argument, honestly. Turn of reference to Wabaku. There's a lot of garbage there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> the ones that know. The ones that don't know. Uh, 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 you could say we're uh, hoping for a different print. Oh, there's hey, a there's uh, a little there's a, there's a double whammy for you. For the the people that know, know oh I man, floor at the moment. <laughs> All right, hey, six, six out of ten. That's not bad. Uh, it's really, Pack has the W. I'm taking six out of ten and getting out of here. <laughs> That's a good score. I was really impressed that you named all of the Fright for Fusions. I, I don't, what can I say? Uh, when you spend enough time uh, absorbed in, in the community, uh, eventually, the, the reason I know most of them is because people like new to the strategy or people who liked it from the anime when they're asking me for help are like, hey, is this card good? And I have to break the news to them that as time goes on, we play less and less of the Fusions and, and some of these cards are just not worth using <laughs> uh it it does kind of suck because they're, they're really cool but just a lot of them are really bad and and i will say you absolutely blew my mind when you just started listing off the earthbound immortals one after the other uh, i was like oh my shout god out to, shout outs to my twin brother uh I, he was a dedicated fan uh and so that's why that's the only reason respect i, yeah. I i'm fine with that respect well before we go, we have one last bit of business to attend to, which is, of course, the podcast question of the day, which I promise I will stop forgetting to post on Twitter. <laughs> the most recent podcast question of the day was, what is one change that you dislike about the most recent ban list? So we had some good answers. Pot Desire should have gone to three. Uh, it is less funny going Desires into one copy instead of Desires into two. Yeah, not a dislike, but confused on the limiting of shooting riser. We all are. I have no idea. Another. I'm really confused about riser. True. Hulk to one is weird, but Ben Ten coming to two seems like it could be a problem. True. And Tyra Angel Ben Ten should not have been back at two because Drytron can make a comeback. This is fair. I am not a huge fan of Cyber Angel Ben Ten coming back. Uh, I'm really not. I, I'm I'm curious if it was maybe like a stealth buff to Libromancer, because I know some of those lists are playing Ben Ten. Maybe, but at the end of the day, I don't really see a reason to enable the Drytron deck anymore. It's already a very still playable. Yeah, it's still That's a valid. decent deck. I agree. I'm with you. I'm just I'm offering the reason. I'm fair. All right, <laughs> today's podcast question of the day is. What is your most memorable moment from your locals? Be sure to let us know your responses in the Discord server or on Twitter. I promise it's it's going to be on Twitter. I promise um, because I've already scheduled the tweet. Yep. <laughs> I did it before we started. <laughs> I got to. You got to. Because then we'll forget. Yeah. All right. So... Before we go, like I said, please be sure to check out our affiliate links for both TCG Player and Dragon Shield. They are in the description down below. Be sure to check out our other sponsor, ETB Games, in the description down below. 
Be sure to check out our Twitter, our Patreon if you're interested in those, our Discord server where we host Remote Duel Locals every Thursday evening. And until next time, have a great day, everyone. Take care, everybody. Au revoir. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.